this magic spell you cast This is la vie en rose When you kiss me, heaven sighs And though I close my eyes I see la vie en rose When you press me to <laughs> Wow. My name is Steve. The podcast is called At This Moment. <clears throat> That's so gorgeous. I'm going to let it play. That's great. Anyway, I wanted to talk about trauma bonding today, or at least the absence of it. I think if people are hypersensitive to this. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think it inhibits relationships. It inhibits growth in relationships, perhaps. It's just an assumption. It's just an observation. You talk to people, you, you meet people, and, and by the time you reach midlife, you've experienced a lot of life. And you say it's damage, whatever. You can call it, uh, they call it trauma bonding. So it's like we got to be careful not to trauma bond. People say, well, oh, gosh, I really relate to the story you just told me. It's really heavy and emotional. And I've dealt with pain that's similar. And, and you connect there, but <clears throat> that's not healthy. <laughs> you have to be careful that you have to be careful that that you don't connect on the levels where you've you've been damaged in the past and like that's not that's not your that's not your journey with this person right so but at the same time that's kind of i think that happens er, in uh earlier relationships or in, in a, a less uh you know when you haven't known a lot of people you haven't been in as many relationships <clears throat> my allergies today and uh it's dusty or something i don't know what it is my nose that's so rude. I'm sorry. <sighs> but the, if you if you haven't had a lot of relationships, you'll have a tendency to, you know, if you're especially you get to midlife and you're you've had like a 30 year marriage or a 20 year marriage and then some on again off again dating for a few years, and you're trying to heal yourself and you're trying to and and then you've got to learn how to be a healed being in in a relationship and the damage that you've healed from happened from relationships or within relationships, you know, the intimate ones and the close ones, <clears throat> family, romance. And you, you identify with the healed person or the healing person. And then you find somebody else like that and bang, you're trauma bonding. But then at the same time, like I was thinking about this and I thought, at, it, there's a certain part where you have to say, well, you know, I'm, I'm this person on this journey. I'm, I'm recognizing certain truths. I'm not dwelling on it or reliving things, thinking if I relive it one more time, it'll, it won't hurt as much. And why would you go back to it anyway, regardless of how it feels like hurt as much? Oh, it doesn't hurt as much. So I'll think about it again now still for years. Like why? And we, we identify with that person that can't heal. We identify with that person that hurts. What's my problem? I'm so defective. And I don't know, you just reach a point in life where you, you, you have a, it's like you have, you have resiliency, I guess, or you don't. And if you do, you, 
you're healing and you, you say, well, yeah, there's these things that were part of my journey and that's how I got here. <clears throat> People say, oh, you, you seem this way, that way. How'd you get here? Here's what your life looks like or here's what your kind of emotional homeostasis seems to be. And how did you, how did you arrive at this place? What was your journey? And you, know, you share the, the good and the bad and that's not trauma bonding. Saying, yeah, there was these painful things that happened. When I think about it, it hurts, and, but it was part of my journey and uh, it, uh, it was the fuel and the catalyst where I could heal and he, you know, I was vulnerable and I could grow. And that's the only time any of that happens. It all has to happen together. There's no healing that happens unless, you know, and everybody's healing. That's the thing is everybody's on their journey and it's, you can't judge, say, well, I've been through something worse or harder than them or something. And I, so I've hurt more. So I have more of a license to, for, to what? Not, not achieve your goals and say, well, it's just because, you know, it's been harder for me. It's not my fault. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't think trauma bonding is a, it's as much as just sharing who you are and how you got here. It's part of it. I don't dwell on it, though. I don't dwell on anything from the past, even the good stuff. It doesn't, why? I want to be do, here doing this now. So... There's something else I wanted to talk about. So I'm going to play something from Jedediah Bila. You can find out who she is on your own. But this is going to be messed up because I got to play it from inst her Instagram page where she puts these videos up of her, because uh, I don't have her, I don't listen to her podcast. I just look at her videos or the snippets. So I don't have time to listen to other people's podcasts. I don't, you know, who does? Unless you're in the car. When I'm in the car, I listen to music. But let me see if I can cue this up. This is about this is about her opinion of well, it's self-explanatory. It's men and women and roles. I guess not not roles, but uh, archetypes, archetypes, and what we are led to believe. To what. <laughs> what we're led to believe intentionally about ourselves. All right, let me see if I can do this. Men have been feminized for so long now, and, and women are told, get stronger. So you have society that's constantly propping women up in the sense of saying, you don't need a man. Go get that career. You know, get that nine to five. Climb that corporate ladder. Get in the gym. Get strong. You know, be Sarah Connor from The Terminator. I know. I grew up in that time where I was like, oh, I want to be Sarah Connor. You know, of course, that was a movie. That wasn't real. Um, but you have women getting that message, and you have guys getting the message. Sit down and let the girls talk in school, they say. Sit back. You've been talking enough. Guys have, have been talking enough in this life. Let the girls step up to the podium and talk. Let them have their chance. And the guys are deflated all the time. I've seen it happen in academia all the time. Guys get the message that if they're masculine and they're proud of that masculinity, that that's somehow toxic and they have to now become more feminized. I believe this is all by design because, as I've said many times, you can't destroy a society without going after strong men because if rebellion needs to happen, that's the group of people that are going to stand up. And she goes on to repel rebellion and push back. And if you've, if you've taught men that they're supposed to be submissive, they're supposed to be passive, they're supposed to sit down, they're supposed to take a back seat. They're not supposed to win. They're not supposed to strive to be the best or better or the most. You know, unless, of course, it's for their, their significant other. Then they're supposed to 
be a king at all times. <laughs> so I'm not angry. <laughs> just, <laughs> just calling it like I see it. I love you people. May you be healthy and may you be happy. May you be loved. Namaste. Namaste.